Welcome to the Nick Fong Podcast. As the broker and owner of Ronaval Real Estate, Nick has spent nearly 20 years in Baja, California, sir. And in this podcast, he'll be talking everything Baja, from food and culture to real estate and property management. And now, here's your host, Nick Fong. All right, welcome back to the podcast. And this is a special edition because not only do we have Cindy Williams, but it's Christmas time. Christmas tree in the back. Welcome, Cindy. Hi, Nick. Thank you. And we have you, Cindy, because you've recently joined Ronival Real Estate. Yes, I have. So you're new to Ronival Real Estate, but you're not new to the real estate game. No, I'm not. <laughs> so tell everyone about your real estate experience. Okay. For old people, (laughs) (laughs) this October marked my 37th year as a real estate broker. So I started in real estate right out of college when I was 21 years old by accident Mm -hmm. because I was a film producer, supposedly. And I stumbled into real estate, loved it, and it just became my way of life. But that wasn't here. That was in the States. Yeah. 25 years I spent as a commercial real estate broker and developer in the San Francisco Bay Area. And then I've been here for 14 years now. And why did you make the move from the Bay Mm. Area to Cabo? (laughs) Well, I thought I retired. That didn't work out so well. 2008 came and changed my mind a little bit on that one. I would never retire anyway. So somehow I ended up getting talked into buying a real estate company (laughs) here, or half of one. And I couldn't take the winters anymore. I'm I'm a sunbum, really bad sunbum. So I was like, eh, I bought my little condo at Marina Soul, and I kept going back and forth. And one day I said, I'm staying. So I walked into Via Del Palmar and got a job with Greg Willis. <laughs> Greg Willis, so our sales director. And, exactly. and so that was 14 years ago? Yeah, 13 years ago, I think. Okay. Yeah, 13 years ago. And so did you live long in the timeshare industry? No. How long? I lived a half hour. And so this is a great story. I know the story, but tell everyone the story. So classic. Um, I was, of course, you're nervous. It's your first day. You have no idea really what you're doing, except you bought a lot of timeshares. So you kind of know that side of it. Anyway, I'm going down on my little trip and I'm following Wancho and all of a sudden my shoe breaks. And it's like, yeah, it just blew out. And I'm like, oh, geez, what do I do now? Anyway, we had to put our purses away. So I booked as fast as I could back to the sixth floor to get my purse to go buy some shoes in the in the little store there because uh-huh. it wouldn't give me credit. And I'm like, hey, you don't understand. I got to go. Anyway, running down that hallway and all of a sudden I hear this pop and I land on my face. I look, somebody shoot me. No. Okay. Did I trip? No. I stood up. Boom. Down I went. Blew out my Achilles. Wow. <laughs> on your first day, your first 30 minutes on yep. the job. Yeah, so evidently Greg started looking for me, and they all told told him that she's at the hospital. <laughs> oh, no. But worse was I had only lived here for six days Jeez. because Greg needed me here by the 9th of July, mm-hmm. and we booked with two carloads and two trailers full of stuff for me to get down here. So I'd really only been here six days and blow up my Achilles. I'm in the hospital and getting a surgery, and I told him, the doctor said, uh, okay, you know what's wrong going on. Yeah, yeah, of course I do. I don't even need an x-ray. Okay, surgery. I said, when they said now, I said, no, four o'clock. I got stuff to do. <laughs> so you went right into so, surgery. 
I had surgery that evening. No, I, I had to negotiate a time with the doctor so I could go home, call people, tell them I'm going for surgery. Right. I mean, my Spanish, I couldn't speak anything. It was the most wonderful surgery experience ever, though. <laughs> Jeez. And so that was the beginning and end. That was the beginning and end. Of the timeshare experience. Yeah, yeah. And then you got into real estate. Well, I had bought part of the real estate company, part of Realty World prior to being here anyway. Okay. So then it was like, okay, back into real estate. Mm-hmm. And that's where I've kind of been. I've taken a little time off here. As, as you know, I've owned a couple of restaurants and, yeah. and bars and things. And, and I, I went through a little health issue. So that gave me a little break. And then I'm back at it now, full force. I've sold my restaurant, my hotel, and I'm 100% real estate. So why did you decide essentially to close your real estate company, which is Cabo Premier, Yes. and join Ronival Real Estate? It's kind of sad. I couldn't have already missed it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I've had a really hectic five last past five years. And when I got rid of the hotel and the restaurant, I said, I kind of want to get rid of everything. Right. Um, as you know, some of your agents up in the Totos area are my dear, dear friends. So Mark Sherman and Dan Benetti, I just love. We just started talking and they said, do it, Cindy, simplify your life. So the other thing was I lost my assistant of eight years in March and I have been a disaster. Literally, I admit it. I'm like, I can't do all this. So it was good. Plus, I love what you're doing. I, I think you're handling the real estate in a very professional manner. Mm-hmm. I love the marketing. Um, just And I love the people that are working for you. Yeah. Many, many of them, we've been friends for a long time. Hey, thanks for being a part of the Nick Fong Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest updates. And if you're watching this on our social channels, please like and share. And if you want to be featured or you want me to talk on a certain topic, food, activities, culture, real estate in the Baja, drop a comment. Well, I was excited to hear that you were considering because Dan literally sent me a message and said, I think Cindy Williams wants to join Ronnie Ball Real Estate. I'm like, really? What's she going to do with Cabo Premier? Yeah. And so we worked out the details, and I'm glad that you finally made the move. We're and getting to bring a few of the agents yeah. with me, which I, that was weighing heavy on me. And, sure. But the administration part, no, nah, I'm not so good at. Well, know? not only that, but it's to operate and stay on top of the accounting, the yeah. tax laws. It's it's heavy. Well, I'll tell you honestly, when the market was just tooling along and tooling along, it was no big deal. It just kept me occupied. But now, I mean, we're all putting in 16, 17, 18 hour days. Right. I'm, I'm running on four hours sleep a lot of days in a row. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. It's been, yeah. So how's that retirement going? <laughs> uh, yeah, I laugh about that. I am retired, don't you know? <laughs> I'm so, just retired. So for our viewers out there, a lot of them are here locally in the Baja, but some of them have those Baja dreams. They've been here on vacation. Mm -hmm. What has been some of the things you've learned from coming here for a number of years and then now living here for a number of years? Some maybe misconceptions or things you didn't anticipate? Well, I can tell you what everybody doesn't anticipate. When they come here thinking they're going to operate the same way that they operate in the States, they're going to make the same amount of money, They're going to just continue on. It's not. There's two cultures. There's two currencies. 
there's two languages, right. there's two laws. Yep. And people have a really hard time leaving their U.S. behavior behind and learning to accept the Mexican way, yep. which is what I see as the difficulties for many people. You were just yeah. telling me off camera that you got back from a trip in mainland Mexico. And I've heard this from many Mexicans that Cabo is a different kind of Mexico also. Oh, absolutely. Cabo's more South San Diego. Really. <laughs> it really it is. is. We, we like being over on the mainland. You're not finding stores that have gringo products. Right. You're not really even finding the grocery stores or anything. Now, in Mexico City and Toluca, it has mm -hmm. evolved into American stores, American products, yeah. that kind of thing. But no, up in the mountains, it's Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you've been here for 14 years, mm -hmm. and this is home. Yeah. And there's no going back to the States. I go back once a year. I used to go back like every three months. When you first get here, you have to go get your hair done, same place. It, it takes a while to evolve and assimilate. Yeah. Assimilate. But um, I go back maybe once a year now. Okay. Yeah. So no more dentists going to your dentist. I am a dentist here. <laughs> you got your own dentist. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And so um, now full-time, again, back in real estate, what areas are you concentrating on? What kind of clients... Well, kind of very interesting question because, as you know, I've been working mostly Pescadero and Cerritos areas, mm -hmm. leaving my agents kind of down here to do what they do. And I'm transitioning again between Cerritos and Cabo, and I want I want to focus a little bit more on Cabo, mm -hmm. um, but I love the Cerritos-Pescadero area. Yeah. Um, development has always been my background, so that's more interesting to me. And, of course, coming from a commercial broker being a commercial broker. Mm -hmm. I love that. But we don't have a lot of a commercial industry here yet. Right. So as that evolves, there I'll be. When you were doing commercial real estate back in the Bay Area, yeah. was that leasing? Everything. I did from ground up. Mm -hmm. So I did land acquisition for our company, forward planning for our company, mm -hmm. development, con construction development mm -hmm. from, from ground to the end of it, whether we sold wow. it or leased it. For clients or for your own clients, and I worked for a development company. Okay, yeah. well, so, that's, well, mm -hmm. I can learn a lot from you. But I, we had our own brokerage within it, which I ran the brokerage. Yeah. What brokerage was that? Well, it was called Black Diamond Land, and then um, let's see that, and then it became Suncrest Homes mm -hmm. as the development company there. And you were telling me um, that you had a, a team of agents. That you yes. Manage how many? Well, that's when we went to Remax. So okay. we we closed when everything went a kind of astray or awry. We I went to Remax and ran their commercial division, and we had 150 agents. 150. We had five offices and 150. And agents. you were in charge of all of them? Uh, nope. I only I was half in charge of all of them. I I worked and assisted, but I was in charge of the commercial where I had about 20 agents. Okay. For me on right. the commercial side. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um. What is something that you think I don't know? I've known you for a number of years. Mm -hmm. Tell me something that you think I don't know. Sometimes I'm quiet. Really? <laughs> Can you believe that, guys, that she's quiet? <laughs> and and no, just sometimes. Sometimes. No, just every once in a while I, I'm quiet. I don't know. There's not much to tell, really. I ride horses. Okay. And... 
sometimes I paint pictures, but I have no talent, so only I appreciate them. Um, that's about it. I, I have a dog I love. That's my best friend. What's your dog's name? Lexi. All right. Lexi. She wandered into my restaurant, two pounds, almost dead. We thought she was a Cheweenie. She's actually a pit bull in like Ridgeback something now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your thought in terms of the next 10 years for real estate in the area? What is my thought? Um, I don't think a lot like that. I just keep working. Yeah. But that's probably where I'll be. I'm sure I'll still be working. I don't know that even if I had my millions of dollars back, would I actually really retire? I'm not sure I would. I don't know what else I would do, really, because I'm kind of a workaholic. She was just telling me that she came back from a trip in Mexico, and she was at a place for two days. Yeah. No cell phone. You had to turn it off. Yeah. I didn't know it for the first day until I got in trouble. (laughs) And um, you were going crazy. Yeah. It was scary. (laughs) (laughs) Anxiety set in. And then my friends turned my phone off on the second day of our trip. They turned the little little button that I just learned where it was because I've never turned my phone off ever. (laughs) Yeah, it was a rough, it was a little rough ride. (laughs) Well, Cindy, I appreciate you joining me on the podcast and for our audience to learn a little bit more about you or meeting you for the very (laughs) first time. Guys, if you want anything, Cerritos, Pescadero, Cabo San Lucas, um, she is an expert. She has tons of experience, as she was telling you. Um, Cindy Williams, look her up. And that's the podcast. Until the next one, bye for now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Nick Fong Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Ronaval Real Estate. And follow Nick on Instagram at NickFong underscore Ronaval. Ready to find your Baja dream home? Check out the latest property listings at Ronaval.com or findmexicohouses.com. Hasta luego.